Good evening. Happy Saturday slash Sunday. This is What Does It All Mean podcast, season three, episode one. Yes, I am having a good time, Antoinette. Thank you. I hope you are too. I wasn't planning to do um, a show this weekend, but I don't know. The, the, the podcast is starting to grow so fast that I, I figured that I'm not doing anything. So why would I just sit home and just do nothing? And somebody actually sent me a DM asking for me to uh, do a show, you know, because it helps with anxiety. And I thought that that was, I thought that that was cool, you know. So if you guys got any kind of request, I'm down to do shows. And there was no reason for me to take that break. And, you know, sometimes I, I have that feeling when I'm watching my favorite show and all of a sudden they're like, oh, we're going to be gone for two weeks. And it's all just politics, you know, it sucks. And yes, it's Sunday morning. I know it is. That's, that's the time difference. That's the cool thing about the planet. I love it. You know, here it's a, it's 11, it's 11.04. I used to do the show at, at 12, but it made it too complicated for people. So I'm going to explain how this show works. Uh, I do it here on Instagram live. And then once I'm done with it, then I, I edit it and send it out into the other platforms like um, Spotify and uh, Apple Podcasts and all that stuff. And so if the people listening on Spotify and Apple want to be a guest or even, you know, be part of it, like, you know, Perfect Sweet Blue and Internet and Black Sheep... Uh, you just got to go to Instagram, what does it all mean podcast at 11 p.m. every Saturday and uh, uh, Pacific Coast time. And uh, that's another reason I wanted to do the show tonight, too, because, it, it, you know, it's misleading. If, if I didn't do the show tonight, it, it says in the in the comments every Saturday. So for me, it's still Saturday for another 55 minutes. So... I'm here to, I'm here, Jimmy Lewis, to, your host, to try to figure out what does it all mean in this 45 minutes. And I think another reason that I want to continue um, season three without a break is because there's so much happening in the world, like right now, things are changing so quickly, and if I wait another week, I don't know, like, what if the aliens come, what if, who knows? So I, I, every day is a blessing. So I think eventually when I, I don't have to work a full-time job, I will probably do this show um, maybe three times, four times a week. Eventually, maybe even seven times a week, you know, when I retire. So that is my goal. We will see. Because it's fun for me. And I get to hang out with you guys. So, heck yeah. Happy Sunday for you guys. Happy Saturday for me. So now that you guys know how the show works, uh, it's season three. I can't believe it. You know, I read the statistic that podcasts don't last past 20 shows and we're way past that. And, uh, 
you know, it's good and bad. It's bittersweet. I think the podcast will end once, uh, once the pandemic goes away completely because I figure life will, won't be so relied on this technology, hopefully, when uh, the pandemic goes away. Hopefully, we'll want to go to a park with one another and hang out and not be on our phones. So, but until then, we have these devices that can, uh, you know, keep us close and keep us warm during the times of uh, the, the 2020s. It's supposed to be the Roaring Twenties, right? Let's let's get this shit going. I'm ready for the for the for the 2020s, but I'm ready for the good stuff because so far it's been pretty bad. You know, you gotta admit. So let's get into some news. Let's get into some news. Uh, Captain Kirk, he's going to be going to space pretty soon because of Jeff Bezos. He's 90 years old. He's completely afraid. I said he was terrified. I think that's amazing. How can Captain Kirk be terrified at 90? What could you possibly be afraid of at 90? What haven't you seen? Even if you blow up going up in there, you're 90. Who cares? You know? Me right now, I would not want to go on that that blue horizon or whatever it's called because I feel I got another 20 to 40 years left. But if I was 90, shoot me off on that rocket. I'm down. But I, I don't know, being up in space for like 45 minutes doesn't really turn me on. I'd rather be up there for a lot longer, you know? So... But I, I, I it, it hit me, I'm like, what would Spock think right now? You know, and if Spock was alive, would they both go? And and how come other uh, cast members of the Enterprise aren't going, right? Because there's still some that are alive. We still have, uh, you know, like, Sulu's still alive. George Takei, throw him on there. We got Takei that's alive. <laughs> Sorry about the side tangent, but you know. Uh, I love Captain Kirk, but we got more people that are alive. Okay. So another thing about Jeff Bezos, I don't know if you guys saw the uh, the uh, Owen Wilson on Saturday Night Live. He he played Jeff Bezos, and it was just hilarious. Him and his brother were on there, and it was it was just perfect. Like I I want to start like a whole like petition where we could get a series of that because it was the funniest thing that I had seen in the longest time. It was it was way. It, it needs to either be a movie. You know, they, they, they had Elon Musk characters show up and, and, you know, shoot them with, like, a cannon. It was so great. Steve Rice. I'm listening to some Miles Davis right now. I miss you, Steve. Steve is the greatest keyboard player that I know. And Sue is the... Coolest lady I know. So I see that the view requests I would pop you in, but what happens is you hear you hear Miles in the background. As soon as I pop you in, I lose Miles. So in the last like 15 minutes of the show, if you want to ask questions and come in on the live feed, we'll do it. If you're still here, Sue. Just hit me up, and then we go live together. So, yeah, definitely, right? Jazz music. Jazz music's the best. It makes you think, you know? I love rock music. I love hip-hop. I love everything else. But jazz just takes you to that, like, 
that just groovy place where you can wander, you know? Kind of like uh, classical music. When you listen to classical music, my grandmother, she would just turn on the AM radio and listen to classical music when I was really young. And that probably had a, um, you know, influence on me because, like, I would hear that classical music and there were so many just just different notes going everywhere at one time and it was just it was beautiful and then she would put on Neil Diamond as well just random fun facts about my grandma she put on like we're coming to America today <laughs> good night Steve and and I'll just give you the rundown just so you know we're, we're not going to be playing for uh till 2022 obviously and then maybe January, February, we'll get together and we will we will create the album, try to go into the studio and record it live, you know, go over it once or twice and then record it live. And then after that, get back into the world and start playing in 2022. So uh, that's that's the plan for Hurt, man. That's the plan. So I'm not down and out. Uh, people hit me up recently to play. Every promoter in the sun wants us to play, but I still don't feel safe because I, I have the P, I kind of have PTSD from, 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 uh, from the whole COVID thing. I'm still kind of, you know, being in a relationship with a nurse, it's tough. You know, I hear about people dying every day and then, you know, you hear people in the street, oh, it's not real. Oh, well, I know about people dying every day. So it kind of scares me because the goal, Steve, is for us to play for the next 50 years and if we got to take two years out that's what we got to do so i'm looking forward to it as well i miss you get to sleep it's late i love you man i fucking love you what are they not telling us what are they not telling us everything that's kind of what tonight's show's about <laughs> good uh good up you know so tonight's show is uh um, but I'm not done with the the uh, the news. But tonight's show is kind of, you know, what aren't they telling us? Are are aliens here? Are uh, you know, X Files type shit? Are they hiding things from us? Because clearly, with the technology that we have, you know, we're starting to figure it out. So I love you, Steve. Okay, so uh, yeah. It's it's Sean and uh, Sean Lennon's and uh, John Lennon's birthday for another forty five minutes here in uh, Southern California. So happy birthday to them! Happy birthday to them! And uh, the last thing on the news is uh, you know the Dave Chappelle special came out this week and oh man everyone was up in an uproar and I, I made a post on the Instagram page, which I streamed this live through. And everyone had a really cool, um, like gave me great feedback. And that's another reason that I wanted to uh, do this show this week, because, you know, the greatest thing to me is to hear from everybody that that's, you know, following the page. And, it, you know, everyone seems really uh, nice. And they seem to be courteous. And even when people are arguing, they seem to be respectful. And I think that's the one thing that we've forgotten in the last four or five years is how to how to how to listen to one another and, and figure out what the other person's angle is, even if they're on the wrong side. 
And then, you know, we've gone away from that. And so opening up and listening is, is fun. So I, I, I really, I loved when I posted just how Chappelle and um, the trans, you know, comments that he made got him into a lot of trouble and people wanted to, you know, boycott him and, and all these things. And several people made comments and, and it was awesome. And, and I finally watched the special and <clears throat> it's it's nothing that uh, I haven't seen before. Uh, it just seems like Dave is, um, you know, he's just, he, he's, how do I say it? He's kind of, a, he's a, he's a head of, the the norm and in like five years people will be like oh yeah i get it but right now everyone's just up and roars because he's saying things that just don't fit the status quo and uh you know saying that the way that that i feel you know about the trans issue is yes there is definitely a difference between you know like this is what I've learned because I started doing some research because I didn't know shit about it. I was ignorant about trans. And and, and I learned that, uh, you know, and I don't know, if, I don't think Dave is, but, you know, there there is gender and then there's, there's sex, okay? And this is where things get sticky. You know, uh, when you're born, it says sex, right? I, I thought it said sex. And, and for me, I was born a male. But say that since I have a penis... And I don't have a period, that makes me male. But gender is what you identify as. So even though I might be a male, my gender could identify as a female. So that's really it. So other than that, I, you know, that's how I see it. And I think that's how Dave sees it as well. But also he likes to be in the most controversial thing. And, uh, but I get his point too, how, <clears throat> you know, things for, you know, black people in the last 400 years have been crazy and, uh, really haven't changed with the police or the government, you know, it's still like modern day slavery. And, uh, we have, you know, the trans movement come around real quick and, and everything changes like super quick and, and I'm all for it. I love it. But I, I think that the black movement needs to change just as quickly. People, the, the, the cops need to, it needs to be equal on all levels. And I think that's kind of what Dave was saying. And so, you know, I love trans people. I love Dave. I don't judge people by their opinion. I judge them by their actions. And if they try to um, incite others to hate other people, I don't like that. And I didn't really get that from that special. You know, I, I got a... I got that he, um, you know, it, it, you know, he, he, he had that friend and I think that was the most touching thing. He had a friend that <clears throat> I'm not, I won't ruin the show. You got to watch the special, but, but I'll just say that he had the friend. And when you hear the friend story, it's tough. And then you realize that, you know, there, there is no right. There is no wrong. It's just. You know, and that's that's Jane's addiction, right? And it's true. People can do whatever they want, and nobody should be able to judge them. And uh, I don't judge anyone from for shit. Do what do what makes you happy, as long as you're not hurting people. Did you see Killer Mike on Bill Maher? No, I didn't. I'm not really too. I'm not too. 
I think I, I've seen Killer Mike. You see the guy that was with Bernie? I've seen him with Bernie a couple times, but that's him. But there's so many new people. But give me the drama, because this we're in the news news uh, section. How's it going, Zephyr1369, by the way? And uh, and then I, I uh, yeah. So it is that guy. No, what what did he say? What's going on? What's the drama? But as for as for uh, as for Dave, yeah, you can't cancel Dave. Dave's really kind of like the people's, you know, president. And I think everybody still listens to him. And and uh, I think they know that he's coming from a pure place, and he's not a hateful person, and he loves everybody. So. Uh, He said the same thing pretty much as Chappelle. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't really think, um, you know, like I said, for me, it, it really, there is gender and there is sex. Like, I truly believe that when you're born and if you have, you know, a penis, you're a dude. But if you're, if you feel like you're a woman, that you, you can be. And if you want to, and, and that's the thing. Who the hell am I to say any of that? Like, my opinion doesn't matter. And I don't care if people judge me for that. But I don't think opinions should really matter. But but my point is, what people feel that they are, they are. You know? Because sometimes I feel like I'm a UPS driver. Sometimes I feel like I'm a rock star. Feel, sometimes I feel like I'm a loser. Sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, a, providing a place for a pet. That That, you know, like... That makes me a happier person and is beats all those things. So, you know, and I'm none of those things, you know? So people can be whatever they want. And I think that, you know, yeah, I remember that, you know, you have a trans kid that's 22 years old and, and who's to judge anybody, you know, cause who's to say who's better than who, you know, who says that your trans kid is not better than Dave Chappelle, right? You know, that's, and I remember talking about that, you know, so just because someone might be famous doesn't mean that they're better, they know more, or, you know, I, I would learn more from, a, you know, this one trans lady that I talked to on the street corner for 10 minutes than I ever had from, you know, a school teacher. So I don't really judge people for... Um, what society thinks is norms because first of all Native Americans they they didn't have those roles those roles were enforced by the Romans in the white man like days like that's just straight up and they even lied in the books uh, the history books saying oh yeah you know Native American women they they sat around and they just like they they were the um, the ones that like just chilled and and the, and the men went out and they were the hunter and the guy that's not true if you really study native americans their generals were completely different and some women went out and hunted and some guys like were more feminine and they kicked it and they they weren't hung up on gender like us like white people are and that's a that's a really sad thing that people are so hung up and the fact that i hear that trans people are being killed it's crazy to me. Like, that's really sad and horrible. And um, I didn't really get any bigotry from Dave in that aspect. 
you know and if i did i i would i wouldn't be part of the cancel culture but i would not i would not be into it but um yeah i i don't think that anyone is better than anybody else and we shouldn't judge anyone you know yeah happiness that's it but i was i was talking to my friends earlier on another show um tonight and and i think i just like to do things too bring happiness to them so it makes me feel better about myself and you know whether that's strumming a guitar or just talking or just hanging out on a stupid interweb that's that's really uh it's it's a it's a connection you know so i think also people that are really intelligent happen to be trans just because their brains uh more free and more open you know, and they're not so blocked to, uh, you know, these conventional ways of thinking. And, and that stuff really makes me, I love it. Like, I enjoy it. I enjoy trans kids. I enjoy uh, just different shit. We got to mix it up because the world is so hard as it is. And it's so boring as it is. And the first time you see somebody, like... I'm going to get into the season three and, and what we're going to do, but like, I'm going to talk about Lollapalooza, Jane's Addiction, Porno Papyrus. And like the first time I ever saw somebody with like a nose ring and like a mohawk, I was like 12 and I was like, holy shit. Like that was crazy for me in my little Anaheim suburban world. And when I saw that, it was like, wow, like what could I get into? And there's nothing wrong with that. And I've, done a whole bunch of different things I, I i used to go to the eye of the cat uh in long beach which is this like voodoo place and i i remember this weird guy just this is in the 90s early 90s some dude was in there and he just freaked out and he was like i am voodoo and me and my friend sean were in there and we were scared shitless because we were like really young and it was too much for us but nothing really ever happened that was bad you know, so we didn't judge the dude that was voodoo. And I remember the lady of the eye of the cat was like, get out of here, you freak. Get out. <laughs> but, uh, you know, experiencing life, doing things, there's nothing wrong with it, you know. And I agree. Canceling is dumb. Um, but here's here's a problem that I have. Like, OK, so for me, you know, I'm sometimes I play music and I'm a definite huge music fan. And I think we talked about the Zephyr. 1369 and you know one of my favorite artists honestly was was ryan ryan adams and i loved everything he did i had tons of his albums uh i covered one of his songs but i never released it because he had this just drama and the drama was just so bad that i i couldn't look past it as like like i couldn't look past it as a human being like i couldn't go like like I want to pick up a Ryan Adams album because I knew that these things were true because he apologized uh, or I, I, he apologized. So I knew that they were true. So then it made me just not want to listen to his records anymore. And it, it wasn't really cancel culture. It was just more like, how could I really play something that like, you know, somebody might have created from an impure place. And that's what I have a problem about. But someone's opinion, like Dave Chappelle's opinion, no. I don't think someone should be canceled for their opinion. But their actions, like Ryan Adams' actions, were the problem that did it for me. 
you know, and especially in comedy. In comedy, you should be able to say whatever you want. I mean, when I was eight years old, I, I saw like Delirious and Raw, and that shaped my, by Eddie Murphy, that shaped my mind. And everything about that, I'm glad I did because I learned about the world really quick in a funny way. So, Peach Mafia, what's going on? Happy friggin' Saturday. Uh, I have a friend that lives in a different dimension who looks like a squid fractal who I am trying, who am I trying to judge him with, right? Have you seen all these weird fractals on, on the internet? I'm gonna like, like on Instagram? Half of my followers are these crypto fractal things. And, and, and it's so weird because these people are uh, just making these little designs and they're like selling them for probably crypto money. And it's it's on Instagram. It's 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 so weird. I don't know anything about it. So, you know, fractals are rad. I agree. I agree. So, I think that's pretty much the news. <laughs> that's funny, this song that we're listening to is Money Changes Everything. And, uh, yeah, I think it's kind of true. You know, money does change everything. Have you watched... That's so funny. Have you watched the Squid Games on Networks? Any opinions? Okay, I've watched the preview and it looks pretty rad. Uh... My chick, she's watched it. She told me all about it. Uh, no, I I have not. Um, but I'll give it a shot. I just watched this uh, this documentary though called Hired Gun, and it was uh, on Amazon Prime. And it was it was just about like musicians that were like hired guns that like uh, just basically didn't make a lot of money and got screwed over by tons of just big people like Billy, Billy Joel. And, uh, yeah, it's really sad and depressing. Uh, I'm halfway through squid or games. It's crazy. That's what, that's what Zephyr 1369 says. That's right. See, I love when, what's funny for me is I love when there's like a huge, like, you know, like tiger King when like everyone around the world, is just talking about something. I'm like, that is the best. What, what, you know, cause that's a part of collective consciousness. When we're all watching, you know, fucking squid games. Like, that's a collective consciousness. And that starts to make me feel also like we're all probably starting to feel all depressed. So all of a sudden we need something to latch onto that we can just go up to people on Monday and be like, dude, did you watch fucking squid games? Because... I do that about, you know, the stupidest shit anyways. Like, I walk into my friend Paul at work and we, you know, we have a date to actually go up to San Francisco and find some treasure that's, uh, that's basically hidden up in San Francisco somewhere that is, uh, in this book called The Secret. And, uh, we, we kind of figured it out and we were going to go before COVID, but now COVID's all crazy and we can't go. So... I've heard to watch the English subtitles and not listen to the dubbed English of the Squid Games. I've heard that as well, because I guess it doesn't transfer over too well. So, yes, these are all great.
tips. But I love the community, you know, the creative consciousness for real. It's we're all hooked up. And it makes me feel like it's a trip. It really is. You know, like one of my favorite shows is Breaking Bad. I love Breaking Bad. By doing these things, it helps to remain connected. I totally agree. You know, and, and it used to be more simple back in the day, like the Family Feud. Remember, like when you had three channels and you could watch the Family Feud, People's Court, you know, like stuff like that. Ripley's Believe It or Not. I love that shit. You know, you just had three channels. And then, so then on Monday, you would be like, hey, did you watch L.A. Law? Well, of course I watched L.A. Law because I, I didn't want to watch reruns of Gilligan's Island. You know, it was totally different. Now we just got like a whole bunch of infinite content of crap that even even all that infinite, infinite content, I've seen it all. And that's what's scary. And I'm not a big TV person, but, uh, you know, especially with the the pandemic, we've had a lot of time to just just to sit and look at these screens and create different things. But uh, we used to bet on the People's Court. The People's Court was awesome. Are you kidding? Judge Wapner. I saw I saw an ad for Raid Man the other day. It just took me took me back. You know, love that movie, Rain Man. Bought his underwear at Kmart. So great. Okay, so you guys want to get into the real shit? No, even... Okay. So, tonight's show is... Do you guys think... This is the question. A serious question. Serious question. Do you think that aliens are here on the planet Earth now? And and it can be in a, a different dimensional, but do you think, like, physically, are they living somewhere... Like in the ocean off Southern California, are they? Do they have secret bases? Are they? Are they? Are they in cahoots with the government? What? What do you guys think? I see this absolutely. Sue says absolutely. I think so too. I really do. I really, I really do. And I think that uh, you know more stuff is coming out and. Uh, <clears throat> There's just no no denying it, you know, and I have some proof that, that I'll give you that uh, just recently kind of starting to put things together and, you know, one day I'll look back at this and be like, man, you're an idiot, but I think that's growth, you know, and I've been doing this podcast for three seasons and before I did it, I, I had a lot of questions and I think asking them asking the universe, asking you guys, what does it all mean? I think I've learned a lot. So, uh, you know, I'm going to keep asking. Sue says, yes, I think they have been here for some time now. Look into our oceans. Yeah, I agree. And, and, and not just the oceans. I feel that like just the pyramids, like my, I said this a couple seasons ago, but my instinct as a child was like I hated school, hated school, hated school. Everything they were teaching me I felt was a lie, you know? And then all of a sudden they just showed me the pictures of the pyramids. And as soon as I saw the pyramids and Egyptian like hieroglyphics and in this whole other world, I was like, man, this is not from like I didn't feel like it was man-made. I felt like it was so beyond us that like 
it, it had to be, you know, something like the movie Prometheus, where people came down here and, uh, you know, pan sperm the planet, you know, and, uh, and, and I like, I like how you say look into the oceans too. Uh, when, when I go, I haven't, I haven't been in a while because the, the ocean's so damn polluted, but, uh, especially now with this oil spill in Southern California to Mexico. But when I used to go in there, as soon as you go in there, it's a whole different world. And, and I feel that that's what the universe is like, you know, and when you see a whale, when you see it, is even a sea lion, when you see just an eel coming out of the, 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 the crevice, it is such a massive, massive thing. It, and it's so different. Like the ecosystem is so different and so different from just being up here that I feel that, that yes, different places in the multiverse are going to have enough oxygen and just different elements to make up the the crucial elements of life. And there's been so much time throughout space since supposed Big Bang has happened that the likelihood of other existence happening after or before us is is great. So say a you know some some something like us uh, invented these stupid iPads a million years ago, and they've had a million years to progress, and you know they know how to. And this is where it trips me out. Like, are are these people from a million years ahead? Are they coming back and and pan sperming the planet? and creating versions of us and once it gets to that point of like primate monkey they come here and start to like splice dna and start to 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 excel our you know existence and at that point if that's because this is the new pretty much the theory why you know like are they creating and this is this is what i've been thinking lately are they creating like a like a clone army like you'd see in in Star Wars, you know, are we just ultimate clones for these 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 people that that maybe pan spermed us, and are we just trying to get back to Orion's belt? You know, are we are we just trying to get back to the people? And if we get back, then we're worthy, and then we get to the next stage. So let me read some of these comments because I went off on a tangent. Oh, this is getting juicy. I love this for the first season. Our third season. I love this. Okay. I love this. Okay. So, yes, there are tunnels all over here in New Mexico. So, the guy, Paul, that I was talking about that we're going to go treasure hunting. Yes, Dulce. We, we, we talk about it all the time. And uh, that's kind of what the podcast is kind of about. is talking about these things that just are underground. Are supposed secrets. Are probably where the aliens probably are. You know, and I've heard that we've had treaties with these supposed interstellar beings and just different, different races since like the fifties. And, uh, they're probably allowed to come and go and they might be in control of the whole shadow government. Cause what the fuck is the shadow government, right? What's the shadow government and how come we don't know any names past the president? Because we know that the president is just a puppet. Okay. So, and then if we get higher, we know there's the, the, the trilateral, we know there's the, the Bilderbergs. But there's there's people above them, and I've just I've read some other books by like just people that have been on some of these bases, and the stories seem so far fetched that they can't like they almost feel like they they can't be made up that that way. Like there was this one guy, he's got a whole book, a whole series, 
and, and I'll just break it down quickly. He said that he was like a guard or a, a, no, a weather reporter on a base in not area 51, but like area 52. And he would go out there and he was just supposed to like, like take down weather information. And the person that he was filling in the spot just quit really quick. He couldn't handle it. So him and his buddies were just like, it was him and this other guy. And this other guy's like, dude, once it hits like 11 o'clock, you got to lock the door into an opening. And he's just like, why? And he's like, you just got to do it. You got to do it. And so finally the guy like wanted a Snickers or something. It was 1130, 12 o'clock. He's like, screw this. He goes and he gets the, he opens, unlocks the door. He goes, gets the Snickers. And all of a sudden there's this fucking white, you know, tall white being standing right there and just looking at him and kind of like telepathy talking to him and and all of a sudden he froze and freaked out and ran back in the room and locked the door and then he knew why the dude quit and then he knew why he shouldn't have went out there and then then he had another experience like a couple days later where he was at this casino because it was close to where all this was there was a casino and he said that when he was in the casino like three o'clock in the morning then these four like tall white guys that looked just like the person on the base came in and they were all wearing these coats and they looked right at him and and he just freaked out so th this is all just hearsay from this one guy but he really did work on the space and uh, the thing is like it I, you can look the stories up you know i don't know his name firsthand i'll uh, eventually leave it in the link but it, it kind of scared me because i had the book and i read it and i was like dude this is either this guy's like one of the best writers that I've ever like seen or the things that have happened to him are true, you know? So yeah, the oceans are a bust, Sue. So Sue says, yes, I think the, the, the ocean, I definitely think that the oceans are a bust. Uh, I think the great pyramid was a power plant. Definitely. Uh, it connected electricity throughout the entire planet. And we're, we just, we're not on that level. Like Tesla was there. Tesla, Tesla took his inventions from the ancient Egyptians. And that's where he came up with all that free electricity and all that stuff. So they knew about it and we just evolved in different ways. And that's why I think it's interesting that yes, there's probably different species everywhere throughout the multiverse just existing in different ways. And just kind of like the ocean, like Sue said, like, you know, anything can exist anywhere. So like if it's a million degrees down from like some volcano somewhere, there's a life form. So that means there's a life form everywhere. And sooner or later, that life form is going to grow into some form of this. And that's where it gets strange. So pretty sure octopuses are aliens, right? They, they say there's so many things that have come to our planet that, that, uh, that are alien. I can't get into the details, but there's there's some things that have come to be landed on our play, planet that have alien DNA in it, and that's pretty much panspermia, you know. So, think if aliens are watching us now, I think they'd be face palming. I I definitely agree, Brian. And uh, you know, I heard this 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 you know conspiracy that. Supposedly, and, and I don't believe it because it seems political. Somebody said that, you know, they were going to expose themselves in the days of Obama 
because things were kind of peaceful, but I, I don't think things have ever been peaceful in America. We're always bombing shit. We're always, we got drones in the sky. We're always killing everybody. And then I heard that once Trump came in, the aliens pulled back and there's this galactic federation. And it all sounds like fooey to me. It sounds like crap. And, and uh, I, I think that, you know, off the record, uh, I truly believe that that the government definitely knows about alien existence. Do they have a treaty with them? I don't know. Could be a possibility because Eisenhower's daughter claims that that really happened and she seems like a legitimate, oh, sorry, granddaughter, seems like a legitimate source. And that's the one thing that's telling me that, that, that something's going on. And then the other thing is just these new videos that are, that are popping around, you know, where you see these Tic Tac tic-tac-y videos that, that these spacecraft that, that we can't do that stuff. And, and to me, that's, that's not of our world. That is, that is, that is directly either a drone, like what I think those things are. If you guys have seen the videos, the, these, these Naval or Air Force jet pilots are, are following these really fast things. And, and I feel they're either a drone, uh, from some far away place you know, a different planet or yeah, I think that's really what they are. They're just really quick drones from probably someone that's got advanced technology and not just earthly technology. So this is going by super fast. Okay. There are different mazes. Uh, Sue says there are different mazes throughout the planet that we were just still discovering, right? Like the Bermuda Triangle, uh, you know, definitely there are different vortexes, Sedona, Arizona, you know, they have vortexes and all these different places. We don't know what they do. And I think the ancient Egyptians probably did. And uh, <clears throat> I'll tell you a story that, that is right up the alley for this. So... There was this guy that came up to me and told me that my music was horrible. It was awesome. I'll never forget the guy. But he was a scientist. And uh, he told me that... I told him, like, well, thank you that my music is horrible. But what, what makes you so great? And uh, he's like, well, you know, I'm an archaeologist. And I was like, no way. I'm like... And I just said it. Have you been to Giza? And he's like, of course. And I'm like, okay, you're pretty, you're pretty damn cool. Like you're cool. You're cooler than I am. And, and I said, tell me about Giza. Cause I go, I've been studying it forever. And he's like, you have, and he's like, what kind of musician studies Giza? I'm like, bro, it's just like, there's so many weird things about Giza. Like, you know, if you, you measure the outside, it, it like, it supposedly, it, if you measure the whole circumference, it like equals the sound of, of light. Okay. And he's just like, he, all of a sudden he knew kind of, I knew what I was talking about. And he's like, okay, well, I've been there. He goes, this is what I'm going to tell you it is. And he's all, and this is, this is, this is crazy. He said, in the middle of the whole place, uh, there's like this, it, it's not a sarcophagus. That's what everybody says it is. Like they, they, you know, it's really like a vibrating, like teleporting device and he says, what you do is, and he did this, he got into the, like, basically like a sarcophagus type thing, and, but it doesn't have a, a top, 
and you basically, I think you hold the sides and you start to meditate. And the more you meditate, the, the vibrations of your meditation start to activate the whole creation. And at that point, he says, you're able to travel from just here to different places, different times, different everything. And I believed him. <laughs> so, yeah, he was super cool. And, you know, the thing about that is when people tell you your music sucks, you just push that much harder, you know. And uh, I like when people do that. You don't always want to hear that you're great. So, anyways... So, Sue says, yes, they're definitely among us. I agree. And here's another question. Do you think that... Here's the major question. This is another reason I wanted to do the show this week. So, you know, Darwin, supposedly the origin of the species, that, that last chapter of the book, you know, he talks about evolution and he says that, uh, you know, he, he just feels like kind of like there's something missing, like the missing link. Now, personally, now, now we know through science that our bodies sped up at a specific point in time with our DNA. So we've been able to track this now. So we're so rich with our science that we realized, okay, we've been this ape, this ape type thing. Then all of a sudden we're becoming like a, you know, a caveman, the Homo erectus, and we're starting to get a little bit, but then all of a sudden there's eight different species of us. Okay, and then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, boom, one of us just completely excels beyond any of the other eight. And to the point where we rapidly start to progress to the point where we're shooting to the stars in a matter of like, who knows? And that to me, that trips me out. How are we, how are we all of a sudden from like the, you know, what, when, when did Kennedy shoot off? When did we really hit the moon? 60s you know in the 60s and now all of a sudden we're able to to leap we'll be able to leapfrog planet to planet to planet eventually back to the orion and back to the people that probably created all of this so either i'm completely fucking nuts or that's the most probable thing that i've heard in a long time and and it's that missing link so the missing link is is did they come and just splice us like crisper and did they just alter our DNA to to rapidly make us like a clone army? And if so, why? Who are we ready? Are we gonna fight somebody? <laughs> what does it fucking mean? What does it all mean? And who created them? You know, if they created us, who created them? And why? And and all of it's beautiful. I'm not gonna complain. You know. I love it all. I think it's a beautiful experience and I don't believe in fear and I don't believe that they're going to show up and try to uh, enslave us. But I'm also 40 some odd years old and if they do, man, I've already seen a lot of crazy shit. So uh, it can't be any worse than the shit that I've seen in the last like two years and you know, all that. So don't be sorry, Julia. Sleeping is, is the best, but I'm back on my Thai iced tea diet. So Okay, so the consensus is aliens are definitely here, and I agree. I haven't per se seen one. I've seen the videos that I feel that's that's the most proof, and also um, Obama. 
Obama, I'm, I'm not making this political, but he is the biggest bust out there. You know, when he says they ask him, you can see several times, he's like, I cannot uh, confirm whether they are real or they're not. I, I can't speak on that subject. Well, if they were not real, like if they if they weren't here and they weren't a thing, you would just say they weren't a thing. So that's where I feel that he's speaking in code for real. And uh, even Clinton, Clinton, he speaks in code as well. Those those two both speak in, in code. So, um, yeah, I don't like to talk about politics, though, but they're the ones that that on a minuscule level would know. So. All right. Well, since I only have about six, seven more minutes of the show tonight, uh, I'm going to kind of tell you what the season's going to be about, because this is season three. And it's, it's been fun so far. You guys are rad. We've had so many people. We've had Zephyr 1369, Sue, Julia just woke up. So so this season I'm going to cover a lot of shit. I'm going to try to get some some guests on that, that uh, I don't know if will, uh, will come. But I'm going to try. I'm going to get some of my idols. I'm going to hit up some of my idols. Uh, but we're going to discuss uh, what do we got. I'm going to cover Star Trek. I'm going to do some Star Trek. I'm going to do uh, the things that, that made you magical when you were young, you know? Like, that that was the show that I was going to do tonight, but I think maybe next week. Like, so when you were young, you know, when you were like 13, 14, and 15, you know, when you were just, your brain was just developing, and you didn't know if magic was real or if it was fake, you know, or listening to your favorite song, like, you know, these things, these things now, like, as I get older, like, it's hard for me to have a new favorite song. It's, it's harder for me to, to, to believe in magic as much as I used to. And I think that's part of life. But when you're 13, you're 14, you're 15, you believe anything is possible. You feel that, 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 uh, that, uh, you know, vampires are alive. You know, okay, view request. I can try to get you in here. Now, I got about four minutes. Let's see, view request. Go. Let's see, because it's coming to the end. And we're going to do some, I'm going to do this history of Lollapalooza and Porno for Pyros and Chain's Addiction. Let's see if this is going on. Greetings, can you hear me? Can you hear me? I see a wall. See wall. I went live, everybody, with uh, I think Brian. If you're there, Brian. If not, no worries. No worries. But, anyways, okay. So, yeah. It's been, uh, it's been, uh, See, I do that though. You see that? I go live. I don't give a crap. You might be in the bathroom. That's the best. Hi, Brian. If you're there, watching TV. This is the best. <laughs> this is the best way to to end season three right here. But anyways, guys, yes, we're gonna cover everything. We're gonna cover. Aliens, we're gonna cover 
Star Wars again, Bitcoin, everything. Oh, you here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got about four four minutes. What's up, brother? Oh, not much. How you doing? I'm all right. How are you? I'm excellent. Just trying to get out here, get rid of all the background noise for a minute. Cool. <clears throat> No, I just happened to see you kick in on your live show by accident, so I figured, hey, I'll chime in and see what it's all about. So uh, I, I kind of thought so. Like when I saw the wall, I was like, yes. So I love it, man. I love it. <laughs> yeah, no, cool, no problem. Yeah, no, that's where I'm at. Um, don't know if you can see him. That's my big dog, Murphy. Oh, you really? saying, hey. <laughs> Definitely. So okay. yeah, no. Cool. This was the first show that I saw of you guys. I haven't seen your other couple of seasons, but yeah, this is really cool. So it's outstanding. Maybe. Okay. Well, I got one question because I only got about four minutes and this is the Shoot. biggest question of them all. What does it all mean, man? What does this, what does this fucking life mean? What do you think? In, in, in three minutes, if you can. <laughs> three minutes. Three minutes. Right. Um, uh, it, it, it kind of paraphrasing the great Buddha. The longer I've been around, the more I know, the more I realize I don't know. Um, yes. <laughs> I'm, I'm still just trying to figure it out as I'm approaching the second half century of my life. So I, I feel like, yeah, the more I've got figured out, the more I realize I am about butt clueless and I'm still just trying to figure everything out as we go along. Definitely. Me too, man. Me too. <laughs> So, yeah, and it, go, it goes by so quick too, you know, like it seems like, you know, the first half, yes, like it kind of, it, it's slow, but you know, I've talked to some people that are like, like in their eighties and they just told me, they're like, bro, once you hit like, like your fifties, then it's just your sixties, then your seventies. And you're like, fuck, I don't want to hear that. Like I totally <laughs> don't want to hear that. Slow the process down. Let me enjoy it. Especially with the goddamn pandemic. It's been super depressing, you know? Yeah. So it's like, fuck, dude, as humans, I think that we need contact. We need, even if we're at a concert and we're just nudging somebody, even that little bit of feel is like something, you know? And being locked in these rooms like we're fucking pets is the worst, you know? It's it's hard, so. No, no, that's what um, a friend of mine is the same way, too, because he runs his own uh, internet radio station. And, yeah, he actually took a couple weeks off to go out to the Pacific Northwest. He's got family and friends out in Seattle and Oregon and, he just got done seeing a live show with the Dropkick Murphys and the Bronx. He's trying to remember what the other band is. And he's just happy to start seeing live music again. Yeah, definitely. So much. But, yeah, no, and it just seems like, too, you know, now that everybody's got their pockets of Internet, everything just seems to be going faster and faster and faster. Yeah. We're but, speeding up. Oh We're speeding yeah. up, whether, it's, whether we like it or not. You know, and that's what's a trip. It really is. Yeah. No, it is. And it's just kind of nice to even do things like this, slow down, have our hot cups of tuck, and yeah. coin the uh, song title of Shallow Biafra for anybody that knows their punk music and the Dead Kennedys. Um, he had this album come out last year called Teen Party Revenge Born. Well, there was my favorite track on it, literally called A Boring Day Is All I Need. Nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> well, I'll tell you this. I met I met Jello Biafra in Costa Mesa Mothers and I was such a fanboy. I fucking ran up to him like 
like uh, he was eating and I kept looking at him like, oh my God, you're God, you're God, you're God. And he, he fucking ran to the bathroom and then he went to stare at some ice cream. And I told the story before, even on the show, and he, he, he was staring at the ice cream and I knew he was waiting for me. And I walked up to him and he was acting completely normal, right? Completely like a normal guy. And I go, I go, um, Mr. Biafra. And he looks right at me like to the side and he goes, Ah, depends on uh, who's asking. Who might you be? And he became fucking jello. And I went, oh, my God. Oh, my God. I'm James from Irvine. And he's like, well, James from Irvine, I'm playing a show with DOA tonight. Blah, blah, blah. Come and fucking see it. And I was like, dude, it was jello. I got to talk to him for like fucking 10 seconds. It was amazing. So <laughs> we're all connected. So, all right. We're running out of time. I got to go. Brian, fucking thank you. What does it all mean? End of the season. I love you. I'm out.